Hey Watchaholics, how are you guys doing? I am back, Rodney's back. We're gonna be doing another episode today. I'm so excited, so sorry. It's been a hot minute since we've been here. Lots going on, lots of planning for the new year. So, yep, yep. and also last week I, we were supposed to record, Rodney knows, and I got a really bad like shoulder, I pulled a muscle or something and I could not record. Brandon, you were there. I could not record. It was yeah, bad. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, didn't you say that I was you. like? Didn't you say that it looked like I was like so stiff? <laughs> you like, looked like a. You looked like a like the the Tin Man from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> it's like you were just like. Uh, yeah, I felt bad for you though. You looked like you were in sun. You looked like you were in so much pain, and you were trying to like tough it out. And I'm like, man, it's okay. It's okay. Like it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> people can wait people can wait for us for one more week because i was yeah, like no yeah. like we should record like uh, we had a really fun topic we were gonna talk about mm -hmm. the, like oscar nominations i was super excited yeah. to do it and i got on the phone with rod and i was like well this is painful <laughs> like it was really yeah. bad guys so so sorry it's been a hot minute but we're back today yeah, we're back. How are you? How are you? How's everything? I'm well. I'm well. I mean, we have, I'm so excited to talk. Like last week, you said we had this like really great topic to talk about. So I've been sitting on that. And then, and then this week, we got some massive news that I, I, I texted you and I was like, no, we got to talk about this. This is too big of a news to have like a little segment. This, this needs its own episode. So I'm yeah. definitely excited to talk about this topic, which I don't know if you noticed. I'm, Wearing some Batman stuff. Yeah, for our for some, people who are things, just listening, so, Rodney yeah. has a Batman Flash um cup. He has this cup, really yeah. cool what's the name of that drawing? The big uh, that is uh Van Gogh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Van Gogh. Uh no, this was uh what is it? Um I forgot what it's called it. and it's I love that. Was it Edward Munich? It's one of those two. But yeah, listen, it's a I got this yeah. shirt off of Amazon a few years ago. It's a Batman-centric shirt. So, yeah. like I said, Batman, Flash, we're talking DC. We're talking about the crazy new slate that James Gunn and Peter Safran, the CEOs of DC Studios, yes. released uh, this week. So, Woo! I am over the moon excited. We, and you know, Mel, our listeners and watchers and fellow watchaholics, you know, we've alluded to this. We said, listen... Uh, there's going to be stuff happening. We don't know yet. You know, it's coming down the pike. And guess what? It dropped this week. And, Literally, uh, Rodney this, messages yeah. me. He's like, there it is. He's like, you got to watch it. And I was like, I was, what was I doing? I think I was in the middle of recording actually other stuff for my YouTube. And he messaged me and I was like, oh, shoot. I was like, all right, well, I guess I have to go watch this at my, like, when I take my lunch. Um, and yeah, James Gunn did a nice little lineup for, well, kind of a lineup. There were no dates really, except for like one thing, but we'll get into it. Um, yeah. but before we do, I kind of wanted to talk about, um, a movie that I saw this weekend that will make Rodney happy that I watched. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't know what I watched yet, but, um, on my way to Vegas, by the way, oh yeah, I went to Vegas last weekend and I saw Adele in concert. Just a side note, Adele's amazing. If you ever have a chance, please go and watch her. I didn't pay for this ticket. My mom did. And it was worth the amount of money she spent on these tickets. I saw her in Vegas at her, at her residency. Guys, it was amazing. I about, I cried. It was so good. Um, but anyway, on the plane, I finally watched Black Adam. <laughs> wow. 
finally i finally watched black adam i was like because the, the flight because i live in vancouver bc so the flight was about two and a half two hours and 40 minutes and i was like okay mm-hmm. this will give me enough time and there was a couple of options i also mm-hmm. saw the woman king on the way back um so i saw two big movies that i'd been wanting to watch wow. Uh, wow. but yeah so i saw black adam on the plane and i have thoughts uh my quick thoughts are I understand why people didn't like this movie. <laughs> I I didn't hate it. I'm not that person. I didn't, it takes a lot for me to like really like dislike a movie. But I do agree that it was very like it was just like action. And you talked about this. It was very like mm-hmm. action scene, action scene, action. It was just so much action from like the beginning to the end. Um, mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! If you have not seen, I'm going to talk about spoilers here. Um, I did really like that little twist with it turning out that like his son was actually um the, the hero yeah the yeah hero no, no. not him and the son is the one who gave him his power um i i loved that twist i did not see that coming um i i also did not know like i know we had talked about the whole Shazam thing i didn't know how connected that was with like that's how he got his power and that's yeah Shazam yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the gods, I had no idea that was all connected. Um, so I thought that was really cool. But I did feel like there were a lot of characters that were very underdeveloped, especially with the what are they called? The, the Justice League of uh, the Justice Society of America. Yeah, I was like, it's not Justice League. What is it? Justice something. Um, yes, society. Like, yeah. yeah, like I really, I thought that like some of the yeah they were just underdeveloped too under underdeveloped for me and I wish I had more of them like um what's his name the Adam what's the Adam Smasher yeah what's his the the, the actor's name Noah Centineo Noah yeah cutie I love him but I just felt like he was like one of those characters that was very like oh I'm in here just to give a couple of lines like be funny right. and, like that's about it but there was no depth to him I was like okay who who are you? Oh, like they just gave like a quick little background about his, his like uncle being the original one, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. know if that was a, a homage to anything. Was it? I don't know. No, it wasn't. No. It was just like that. Okay. I didn't know if no, that was like someone who played him in the like back in the day and they're just like bringing mm-hmm. him back. I didn't know. No, 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 no. That was the only But yeah, I thought like he was just like one of those characters that was kind of just like, like just thrown in there. And then also the mm-hmm. cyclone chick, she was also kind of cyclone thrown in chick, there. Yeah. yeah um, I did like what's his name mr dr strange oh, uh, dr fate dr hey, fate. fate yeah i really liked him i wish there was more i wanted to find out more about like what's with the the the, the mask like what do you mean like how the did helmet, you get it yeah like, yeah i wish there was like more to that i did like also like the main hawkman. guy hawkman i did like him the actor's name the actor's oh name. uh julia uh not julia is it uh is it julius hodge i think his name is yeah I yeah, yeah, yeah i think hodge. you're right yeah, yeah. He, I've seen him before in, in other movies, and he's in a lot of actor. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's in a lot of stuff. I think he's a, was very strong in this, but and yeah. I liked his opposition to Black Adam. I thought that was great, mm-hmm. but I I just I wanted more with them, and I felt like it was just like a little bit like man, I, I don't know. That was the only thing I and and The Rock as Black Adam. I, I guess he was good. I I don't know. Like I wasn't like. I hate you, but I also never look at The Rock and I'm like, what an actor, you know? Like, that's no, not, he's not. Well, that's the thing. The Rock is not, not, what the Rock is not that type of, yeah, that's not yeah, what we're going he's, for. He's not what we're going for. So I wasn't like, yeah. I wasn't upset at his performance because I was like, well, it's The Rock. I'm not supposed to be expecting anything like out of this world. Mm-hmm. But 
um those are like my those are like my main gripes with it and i i mean the action was a lot of fun i did really like i can ask you something were you Uh, entertained yeah i guess so yeah i was entertained so to me that that's that's the job none of the other stuff that you said in my personal opinion took me out of the movie i agree with you that i wish we could have gotten a little bit more from those characters but this is a movie called Black Adam. It's not called Justice Society of America. They use Black mm-hmm. Adam to introduce other characters. Other movies have done the same thing too. A lot of Marvel movies have introduced other characters like that too. Like Iron Man 2, who did we get introduced to? Black Widow. We didn't, we didn't get backstory. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is, other movies have done this. But so with Black like, Widow, it's so different though because she, wasn't, she didn't come why? out as Black Widow. She was just like, introduced as a character that was undercover so you technically like even as, as the audience we knew that she was black widow like i didn't go into it being like that's black widow and she was black widow and she's just talking like she was undercover and then it was really then at the end it was revealed that she, she was yeah, like the but, so that's yeah, sorry but, sorry that's my that's that's yeah, the difference for me i, I feel like I black think, widow that's semantics i think that's kind of like yeah, that's you picking and choosing and cherry picking that's my thing I feel like this movie's called Black Adam. Justice Society were characters that were coming in, and that's what they were. You know what I mean? It's not a Justice Society of America movie. The focus, the focal point yeah, was I get Black that. Adam. I understand that. And I, yeah. feel like, I feel like if you're focused, if the movie's called Black Adam, you have to focus on Black Adam. Because then when you focus on the other characters, it's not Black Adam anymore. It's kind of like what we talked about with Boba Fett, where Boba Fett literally in his own show became a side character when they gave two or three episodes yeah, of Mandalorian. It's like, that doesn't, that's what I'm saying. Oh, so but that's, yeah, that's, that was like a whole That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So Black Adam is Black So I feel like you would have gotten more of those other characters if the movie was a bigger hit or if the studio decided to stick with it. You would have gotten those things. You would have gotten a JSA movie where they go into and explore these other characters who are amazing. I love yeah. Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate is such a cool it, character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like- And they killed him. I think when it comes to those sorts of things, I feel like when it comes to those sorts of things, it's kind of like, and again, you know, that's your point of view on it. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Again, the movies, the movie, the movie was a critic was a was a a critical and a box office failure. So I mean, in this in this aspect, I'm wrong and you're right. But mm-hmm. the way I look at it is, it's also a lot of people. I'm being honest. There's a bias, and there is because you can't sit here and tell me there isn't a bias. Um, you know. People look at certain things and they look at another company and they be like, oh, no, it's okay. But then this company does, oh, no, that's bad. You know, and it's like, mm-hmm. that shit happens. And it happened in this movie. But again, regardless of the fact, I'm glad you saw it because that's the whole thing when we talk about watching Holics. It's like, let's see these movies. Let's discuss what happens. Mm-hmm. Let's debate mm-hmm. what these things are. You know, I agree with you. The Rock isn't a, an actor. He's, I mean, he's an actor, but he's not like an award-winning actor. He's never going to be that. But that's what I like about The Rock. He knows he's not that. When he does his movies, his movies are primarily about entertaining you, taking you for two hours and transporting you from your life to this other world that he helped create. And that's what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's what movies technically are supposed to be. Yeah, you know, there's some movies that take it up to another level, you know, a la like the Batman or they take it to another level or Infinity War, you know, or Top Gun. Yeah, there's movies that do that. But for the most part, when we go to the movies, we go to the movies to forget and to just have fun and be entertained. And like I said, I'm, that's what I'm saying. 
when I saw Black Adam in the theater, I was entertained. I was entertained. I got what I needed from Black Adam. I thought The Rock played Black Adam pretty well because that's what Black Adam is. Black Adam is a freaking bad guy. He's 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 an anti-hero. But, okay. he, but this is, okay, sorry to cut you off. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that I was kind of a little bit confused about because throughout this whole movie, I never thought he was, a, he didn't seem like a bad person. He just seemed like he was like, I don't give a fuck, I'll kill you but you're bad so to me the whole movie i was never like i never felt like oh he's he's gonna kill a good person like to me it always just felt like he was just killing all the bad well, people so to me he never sat he never felt like an anti-hero like i understood where uh mm-hmm. Hawk, hawkman hawkman yeah yeah like yeah. he was just like oh well you know we have to take them in and they will you know pay for their crimes correctly well okay i get that but at the same time i i don't know i never really got a vibe from him where it was like that he was like bad where there can be some anti-heroes that i could feel could be like bad. like for example sorry to bring it back to the mcu but for example um wakanda forever um what's his name oh my god Kuku Klan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know like Umbaku, like i can see how yeah could no not umbaku not umbaku the the guy he was talking about oh okay 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 okay, okay. yeah 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 okay but i was like yeah. his name yeah, um, uh, Namor. 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 Like, I can understand yeah. how he could be an anti-hero because he was willing to kill that girl yeah, no, even that though she didn't do anything wrong. As, but that's different, though, because in that movie, he was presented as the bad guy. That's, that wasn't his movie. He was in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. He was literally the antagonist. Black Panther, I mean, in, in, but in Black Panther. is he considered Adam, an anti-hero in the comics? Who? Namor. Namor's not is considered an anti-hero. So yes, but I'm saying in the movie though, but in the movie though, of Wakanda Forever, he's introduced not as an anti-hero, he's introduced as the villain. He's literally the villain in that movie. Remember that's what the debate we were talking about? Like, oh, I wonder, mm. I wonder if there's another villain because we know that Namor is a no, we saw Wakanda Forever and he was the bad guy. So of course mm-hmm. he's presented as the bad guy. I would assume, again, if they were to do another movie or if that ever to happen, or if whatever. If it was if it was to be like the whole plan that The Rock wanted, where he wanted like Superman versus Black Adam, I can one hundred percent, one hundred percent tell you that in that movie, Black Adam is going to be the villain. You know what I'm saying? Because mm. he's the antagonist of Superman. In this movie, he's not. You know what I'm saying? Because in the in, when you're the protagonist mm. of the film, all right. Prime example, Joker. Now I'm not comparing Joker to to, to Black Adam, but in Joker. The Joker is the protagonist of the movie. You know what I mean? He's presented in a light where he's a freaking psycho. You know what I mean? But in his eyes, through the through the lens of what we're watching the movie, we're kind of looking at like, oh, this guy's kind of gotten a raw deal. You know? And it's almost like the society is the villain in that movie, not the Joker. So that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. In this film, and now granted, I understand what you're saying because another person said the same thing to me. Oh, I never got the vibe that he was bad and stuff. And I'm like, well, the whole thing is that that's his movie. So when you see something through the lens of, of, of who the story is about, their point of view, they're not the bad guys. So we talked about when we talked about like, you know, I don't want to be political. We talk about terrorists. They're ter- like, you know, a terrorist yeah, comes yeah, and yeah, does something. Saying, I get what you're saying. Yeah, they're yeah, not yeah. the bad guys. They're looking at it like, no, you're, you're, you're messing with me. So I'm, I'm getting back at you. That's the way I see it with, with the Black Adam. Now, granted, yeah, he didn't do anything to the people of Kandak, but that's what you got to understand. The people of Kandak are his people. So he's protecting his people. He didn't like the outsiders. 
See, that's what I'm saying. To the outsiders, he was the villain. You know what I'm saying? And that's where that's that's where I'm coming from with that aspect. But again, you know, it's all subjective. It's all about how you view things. Mm-hmm. I can't change how you looked at a movie. I could only look. I could only listen to what you're mm-hmm. saying and mm-hmm. and give you some counterpoints on things. Regardless of the fact, though, I don't think we're going to be getting anything Black Adam related anytime soon. Well, that's if ever. I'm pretty sure that's dead. Especially now yeah, with exactly. the ending, yeah. I did watch the whole, I was like, all right, well, I know Henry Cavill shows up, where's it? I was like, forward on the thing. I'm like, all right, let's get to it. Where is it in the mm-hmm. thing? Um, and and then what's her name? Uh, Amanda Viola Waller. Viola Davis, Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah. who we're going to talk about today as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. She was in it. And she, that's, and I'm actually really interested to, to talk about that when we get to it, because that is definitely mm-hmm. a character that I'm very like I, I never know is she a villain like I I really just don't know so I can't wait to talk about that later but anyway we'll end that that conversation is what I saw um and yes it was entertaining but I did I could understand the flaws or what other people did see um okay what was better watch it again or Love that's and the Thunder question or Black Adam oh Black Adam I would watch. I can guarantee you that it was not treated yeah. as harshly. And who got a higher Ryan Tomato score? Okay, thank you. That's the bias right there. There you go. Wait, what? Who got didn't, the higher Ryan Tomato score? In Black Adam? That's the bias. Who, which other movies got the higher Ryan Tomato score? Wasn't it Black Adam? Nope. Really? I thought Thor yep. Love and Thunder had a really bad one. Uh, like I told you bias oh wow uh-huh. yeah and it what's the audience 30%. score for, for black adam well audience score, score is higher audience score is 88 percent. i'm telling you that's but, why that's why but the tomato meter is 38 percent. there you go you can't sit here and tell me that there isn't a bias especially when it comes Unless to reviewers in the media they let they let so much shit slide for the MCU, it's not even funny, dude. I'm telling Unless you. Unless the only thing that they found this... redeeming was what's his name, Christian Bale, and that's why. But I mean, that's not. Nah, dude, I'm it. sorry, Christian Bale. It's not enough, and I love Christian Bale, but Christian, it's not enough to make it sixty. You out of your fuck. You are yeah. out of your damn that's mind. That's nuts. That's wow, biased. that's nuts. That's not the, and that's what I'm telling you. That's not the only movie. That's not the yeah. only movie. Like even like I said, Man of Steel. Compare Man of Steel to a lot of the other prime. Um, Marvel movies, and you gotta be like, how's Man of Steel this slow on Ryan Taylor? It's gotta be wrong. Man of Steel is a fucking awesome movie. It's a fantastic Superman movie. But again, for some reason, I don't know why it is, DC gets put on a higher pedestal than Marvel. Like, Marvel gets to slide on so many things. It's crazy. And I'm like, yo, y'all really gonna let this shit slide? And then when I saw the, the rating for Black Adam, and I saw the rating for and I'm like, you're out of your damn mind, dude. But anyway, Maybe you know that what? That could be a podcast episode. That can be a podcast episode. Marvel oh versus DC. Why does Marvel? Yeah, that could be a good guys. Let us know. Would you be interested dude. in us talking about that? Because yeah. I think that would be really good. You could literally yeah. go on Rotten Tomatoes and put up this movie versus this movie and see what the differences are and see like what our opinions are and be like, okay, this is bias. That'd be kind of fun. That'd be interesting. I know you saw Woman King. I loved Woman King. Freaking awesome movie. Uh, I thought that movie would get some, at least some sort of award nomination for something, and it didn't. Because I thought that the cast was great. The cast was great, man. Like, 
Very, like very the, good. Oh my god, such a good fucking movie the, uh, from top the to bottom. Viola I Davis. Loved. Oh, the action was awesome. Oh my god, that's, the like, that's a movie. Yeah, that movie was awesome. And, and honestly, um, I know we're supposed to be doing a top ten best thing. That movie's gonna. I'm just letting you know that movie's gonna be in my top ten. Woman King's gonna be in my top ten. I loved it. I loved it. I, I thought it was so. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really. I the, I think interestingly enough, the only thing I thought was not not lacking. That's not the word. And you know, it's like the sometimes I did feel like it was a little slow paced. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I think it slowed down a lot, and it, sometimes I did feel myself kind of like nodding away because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you know us. Like we don't have things. Like, we don't have anything against their be- talking in films or TV mm-hmm. shows. Like that's very good. But sometimes I mm-hmm. did feel like the pacing in this movie was a little slow for me. Yeah. I, I think that was my my only complaint. Other than that, I thought the actor, the actresses in this were all of them. I loved it. I bought in. I bought in. I bought yeah. in from jump. Ooh. Yo, I bought in yeah. in every aspect. Also, shout out, special shout out to John Boyega. I love that dude. I don't know how that guy doesn't get another guy. Another episode talk about actors getting more work. Yeah, we are going to talk about that. John Boyega needs to like be headlining a lot more movies. Like, I that he's that dude is way too freaking talented to be just not getting the amount of work that he should be getting. He's 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 just too good. And in that movie, he had a bit role. Well, not a bit role, but he had a role. But every time he was on screen, you felt his presence. Like yeah. just his the mm-hmm. way he walked, his flow, and and how he he like yo, I was like yo, this yo, like the just everything. I I love the access. I loved it. I absolutely loved that yeah. movie from top to bottom. And again, like we talked and- about before, um, of course, when slave masters get it, get theirs. I'm all for it, man. I was cheering watching that movie. I'm like, yes, get them all, and they did. <laughs> I, I don't know who that. I should assume she's a new actress, the new girl, the the one that was ended up. I hadn't spoilers, seen her before. Spoilers, I, had, I hadn't seen her before. Spoilers. The girl who was ended up being Viola Davis's daughter. Twist, twist. That you know, one got me. Me. We saw that coming. Me, me and my wife, we saw that coming. Kind of, we're like, ah, there's something up with this. And then look at that. But that whole, see, that whole story. That's what I'm saying. This movie was really good. I'm like, yo, how did this not get any nominations, man? The story was really good. But then, you know what I heard? I heard there's a lot of, there's a lot of controversy with this story because supposedly, you know with how the they're always with historical. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, but that's BS. Because they did mention in the movie, yeah, that they did do slaves. Like, they they gave off slaves. That was a that was part of the story. Yeah, so I'm like, yo, what are these people complaining about? Yeah, like, what are people complaining about? Agreed. Like, I, like I know that that was a thing about though. stories now, just to complain. But I mean, Vi- Viola Davis is just she is. Yeah, she's um, she is, she's a power. There's nothing she's that that woman. There's nothing she does not do well. Like I have yeah. yet to see her in something where I was like, well, was she didn't do a good job? Even if the movie yeah. wasn't good, she was good in it. She like, brings it. She brings it. Oh she brings God. it. She brings she it. Brings, she brings she it, and she's. She's awesome. I love she's her. So I think she's great. Um, let me. You Damn saw. You were talking about some movies you saw. Now, um, I saw something. I started watching something on Netflix. Not a movie. It's oh. a sports documentary called Breaking Point. Now, let me tell you something real quick. Okay, during the pandemic, just like everybody, we're all stuck at home and stuff. I started watching this other awesome show, a sports documentary called Drive to Survive, and it's about F1 racing. Little di- and I said, yo, let me check this out, see what this is about. I never, I was never into racing. I was like, this is so stupid. After watching this show of uh, uh, Drive to Survive, 
I'm obsessed with F1 racing. I get up on Sundays when the season starts and I watch racing. I never thought I'd be that guy, but I because of this show. This show presents F1 racing in a way, and it's produced so well that I know all the drivers. I know the companies of the drivers. I know the dynamic of the sport. It's done so well. It's so good. Highly recommend that one. But the one that I started watching is the producers of that show did another one called Breaking Point. This is a tennis-focused one. Yo. Oh, I've seen the ads for it. Watch yeah. it. Watch it, Mel. I'm telling you, watch it. It is so good because it's presented in a way where you, like, they show it. They show you, like, if you're, like, if you're there with the player getting ready the day before, the week before, day of the match, you go through all the emotions, all the raw emotions, all the good emotions, all the bad emotions, yo. And it presents, like, tennis as this sport that's so grueling and it's so, like, hard, but it's so rewarding. Breaking Point, I believe was the name of the show, highly recommended. Um, Mel, I definitely think you should watch it. I think you'd get a lot out of it because there's just there's so much drama there. And again, these are real people. They're not actors. None of them are acting in the show. They are presenting their real emotions going through the grueling season of what it is to be a tennis player. And it also shows you how lonely being a tennis player is because, you know, you kind of forget, oh, it's not a team sport. It's you by yourself and how that mentality can mess with you, you know, in your relationships and how you view yourself. Awesome show. Watchaholics, highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, how many episodes? Is it ten or eight? Um, no, no, it's five because they they, they just dropped a part one. I think they're they're gonna release oh, other parts as okay. it goes along because because each episode focuses on different tournaments and it focuses on each episode focuses on either one or two players. Okay, guys, so let's talk about now the main topic of our podcast episode today, and it is all about James Gunn's slate announcement for the DCU going forward. If you did not know, I think it was like a couple of days ago, pretty much James Gunn released this video, um, him talking and basically kind of announcing what the, I would say, first part. I'm assuming this is all... I actually, I do not know. Other than everything that we know that's coming out, which ends at the end of this year with um, Aquaman, everything in 2024 is still kind of uncertain, right? I'm pretty sure, right, uh, Rod? Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yes. Right? I don't think he. Uncertain. I don't think he had any dates for anything. He gave dates for. He gave dates for 2025, but nothing for 2024. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know unless there's something being sh- shot in secret, which could be possible. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. No. I really don't know. But so, yeah, uh, so basically, yeah. yeah, he announced um the slate and what his idea is for the DCU going forward. Um, Ronnie, what are your thoughts on this? I know this was like a really big deal for uh, you. You're the wow. one that messaged me and we're like, okay, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when they tell you like uh someone's gonna have birth. Like it's ha- it's happening. Yeah. They're gonna have a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so let me t- let me let me tell you I I um me like many of the DC cohort on Twitter were waiting uh for the entire month of January because um James Gunn had said he was gonna give us info on what the slate is going to look like. Well part yes. of the slate is gonna look mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in January. So everybody was saying, hey, um, uh, what are we, you know, when are we going to get this, uh, um, when are we going to get this um, slate? People kept uh, tweeting at James Gunn on the daily. Hey, when it's coming, it's coming. James Gunn saying, hey, we still got the whole month left. Da, 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 da. Literally, the man waited to the, <laughs> the last day of the month 
to release this. And I got to say, I know, I got to say, I'm excited, man. Like, I'm excited. You know why I'm excited? Because, and this is what I always said, there's a lot of people that are upset because, um, this is, you know, tentatively, this is the end of the Snyderverse. And, you know, a lot of people got introduced to DC through the Snyderverse. And when I mean Snyderverse, I mean Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, uh, Suicide Squad, not James Gunn's Suicide but David Ayer's Suicide Squad, Wonder yeah. Woman. Um, and then... And then uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Now, I left out some movies that weren't very good because I don't think they should be announced and they don't deserve the light of day. But I, um, those movies are very near and dear to the hearts of a lot of people, myself included, because um, Man of Steel, believe it or not, is a 10-year-old movie. It came out in 2013. And, you know, a lot of people saw that movie and they loved it, and myself included, because you never saw Superman presented that way. The last time we saw Superman was, you know, Brandon Ralph's uh, version on the big screen. And it was uh, kind of a disappointment for a lot of people because they people kind of felt like it wasn't its own thing. It kind of felt like um, another version of, of Christopher Reeve. And a lot of people didn't like that. And the Man of Steel came out and it did something that was amazing. It actually showed you the true power of Superman looks like under the amazing eye of Zack Snyder. And, you know, some people weren't big on it, but a lot of people were. And like I said, it's it, 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 it was tough for a lot of a lot of uh, the Snyder uh, DC Zack Snyder fans. But at the end of the day, we are DC fans and Zack Snyder went through a lot of crap at WB with the old regime, not this regime. And he moved on. He's at Netflix now. He's doing some really good, really cool and amazing things on Netflix, which we'll talk about in a later episode, I'm assuming. But now we have James Gunn and Peter Safran who are the CEOs of DC Studios. Now, mind you, I said DC Studios, not Warner mm -hmm. Brothers, because that's the other thing that happened. Last regime, there was no DC Studios. Everything was under the Warner Brothers umbrella. Now DC has its own studios, kind of like how like Marvel. Marvel Studios has a studio. Mm -hmm. So now it's going to be a lot better in terms of controlling and regulating what comes out of the DC brand. And it's all headlined by James Gunn and Peter Saffron. And he released this slate that I got to say I'm very excited for because it's an actual plan. And not to say that there wasn't a plan before. There that. was. No, there was a plan before, but it was it was under Zack Snyder. But um, again, they, you know, the studio, again, intervened. And, you know, but that's, well, that's not what happened. I actually... Yeah, what, well, speaking about that, it's just interesting because you're like, oh, yeah, they did have a plan. But I don't remember there ever being, like, an announcement because this is, like, the first time yeah. where it this has been, like, this, like, very Marvel-like where, you know, mm -hmm. they'd sit that, you know, they'd, they'd say, this is they what's coming out yeah. for the next couple of years. This is what, you know, what they yeah. do at every Comic-Con that's, like, always super, yeah. super exciting. You know, what's, yeah. you know, with, with Feige, you know, he's always been saying this is what we're doing. But I never yeah. felt that with the DCU. No. DC never did that in terms of releasing a slate. Um, but they had a plan, uh, they quote unquote. It. But yeah, they had a plan. But again, um, that whole thing got derailed the minute uh, they saw that Batman vs Superman didn't make a billion dollars because they felt that that movie should have made a billion dollars because they felt like, well, every other Marvel movie makes a billion dollars. Why didn't this movie that featured Batman vs Superman didn't make a billion? So they did a reactionary um, choice mm -hmm. and they intervened in Batman vs. Superman and they made change. They, they made a, they, they made Zack Snyder cut 30 minutes out of that movie. And that was a massive downfall for that movie that to the point where 
they released the ultimate edition of it and everybody's saying like why wasn't this movie released because this version is a million times better than the other version that was released because it fills in a lot of the gaps that were missing you know which made the studio look bad and i imagine the studio didn't like that and then lo and behold same thing happened in in, uh zach's in uh in justice league where you know unfortunately zach snyder went through a you know personal loss um and they decided to uh they made this they made up a story stating that um you know that uh he stepped aside and that he chose Joss Whedon and Joss Whedon came in and well if you saw that atrocious 2017 Justice League movie and then you see Zack Snyder's uh, uh, uh Justice League those are two different movies you, you can't different sit here and tell me just honestly I don't two even remember. Different movies. I don't literally literally it's um it's I don't even want to say night and day it's uh it's Domino's pizza and it's like a homemade New York style Italian pizza. It's literally like that. So like, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So, but yeah, I agree with you. This is the first time we're getting like a slate presented. So everything's being presented and organized in a very uh, 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 Marvel way in terms of this is the slate. We're focusing on this chapter one, you know, and you know, like we said, chapter one. It's is like gonna be phase one, but instead of phase, it's chapter yeah, one. Yeah, so chapter one. Yeah, yeah, so it's uh, Gods and Monsters. And mind you, um, uh, Watchaholics, uh, this is just the first batch of Chapter 1. There's more stuff that they did not show that they said they're going to show later day. I'm assuming it'll be at maybe Comic-Con or if DC does something. Because they used to have something called the DC Fandom, which is like their own event. But I think mm-hmm. being that Comic-Con is kind of back to normal, I think everything's going to go back to Comic-Con. So probably when they get to Comic-Con, they'll release the rest of the slate and like i said man there's a lot of excitement because what a lot of people are now uncovering you know how it is when you give people a, when you give people a taste people start to wonder oh what's the other thing a lot of people yeah. are trying to figure out yo what the other movies i didn't say what is because he because james Gunn quietly said oh there's something there's a title of a movie but it'll give too much away so a lot of people are already making assumptions is it world's finest world's finest i i, I know you don't know what world's finest is world's finest is a very famous comic book where it featured the trio, the Trinity, um, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. So I'm assuming it's oh. that just because that's too much of an iconic title to just give out because people would mm-hmm. know what that is immediately. But again, there's a lot of excitement. We have we have a bunch of movies. We have a bunch of shows. We have a very exciting idea that James Gunn is presenting in the sense that all the voice actors, yes, the actors, um, in animation, in the TV shows, and in the movies are all going to be the same, which is something that Marvel hasn't done. A lot of people assumed that Marvel was going to do that because everything's connected. Technically, they didn't do that. Now, yeah. that's a great idea on paper, but it's a very hard thing to, um, to, to bring out, especially when you're trying to say, oh, well, the video game is going to be like that, that, that it's going to be voiced by the same actor in the movie and in the TV show. That's 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 tough because video games take a hell of a long time to make. Yeah. Uh, for those people that don't know, video games are like you know they're like stock motions. Like those those that takes years to make. Yeah, but I I'm assuming game. that I'm assuming that you know for him to make that statement, he probably knows that, so he knows not to probably to put too much eggs yeah. in the basket. So when I mean video games, maybe out of this phase or chapter we'll get maybe one video game that has to do with one of these properties. And I think that's what it means. But 
there's a lot of excitement with that. And these 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 movies and shows that he revealed, there's a lot of uh, 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 question marks because obviously who's going to play these characters? Who's going to direct the movies? Woo! When Woo! do they come out? But you see, that's where the fun comes in. Yes. And, okay. And, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited, Mel. I, you know, I don't know if you hear it in my voice. I'm excited because as a DC fan, I have something to sink my teeth into. And um, just to finish up so we can continue on, he did go through what um, was gonna was gonna happen with these movies. Now this year we have four movies coming out, right? Now these yes. four movies are movies that everybody was saying, and myself included. I'm like, well, what's the point of these four movies coming out this year then? Because if you're gonna reboot everything, James Gunn pretty much said that Shazam's coming out. He's very excited about Shazam. It looks good, and it does. That last preview that came out looks awesome. I'm in. I'm all the yeah, way I'll in. I'll be watching that. So he kind of said, like, well, Shazam is in his own pocket universe. He's in his own thing. So kind of like Shazam is in. Because a lot of people are saying, is this going to be a reboot? Is this a hard reboot? This is a semi, this is a soft reboot. And I know there's a lot of controversy because a lot of people are saying, is he just picking and choosing the stuff that he's done or the stuff that Peter Saffron has produced and then just erasing uh... everything else? You know, that's what, that's what they say. But see, these are people that they're just, they're, they're having a hard time letting go of the Snyderverse. And I understand that because I could say the same thing. I could be like, oh, well, why don't you just bring Henry Cavill back? But, you know, he pretty much said Henry Cavill's Superman does not fit my style. And it's true because once you see yeah, I can, Superman, well, or once I mean, you see you a character, you can't unsee it the way it was before. Yeah. But I mean, you know that because, like, we know what James Gunn's kind of how he films stuff. Not that he's directing every one of these things, but from the things, you know, we've seen Guardians. We've seen, like, the stuff, or his other, didn't he do the other Suicide Squad, you know? Yeah, he did the like, Suicide Squad, yeah. how his is, like, very, very different take to, like, what we're seeing. Yeah. Like, it would be two different Supermans. And it would be probably yeah. very confusing for the actor and be. for the people watching, because you'd be like, oh, wait, so I'm, like, completely, I'm the same actor, but I'm changing my Superman. So, like, I can see, like, why yeah. having to kind of scratch everyone and be like, all right, all these people are... Are done. But now that you said something, it kind of made me think. So what you were saying about Shazam. So, because here on the lineup, it says Shazam, then it's The Flash. And then technically he said in the thing that The Flash resets everything. So yes. does that mean that Shazam is no longer in the universe? Like, is that the end that we're going to be gonna... seeing? that actor i'm not gonna say that i don't see that's what i'm saying i don't think so i think he's okay i think he's gonna be okay especially if that movie's a hit if shazam comes out and it's a big hit i have a hard time them doing that but then again that's the thing with shazam in all honesty um how long can they really keep going because if you really look at it those kids aren't kids anymore that's the thing when you do stuff with kids yeah, kids age. Cool. Like we've seen yeah. it with Stranger Things, you know, yeah. we've seen it. These kids age, and it's getting to the point where um, the kid that plays um, Billy Batson is getting older. Be. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's gonna yeah. turn it. You know, so it's like you can you can only go doing that for so long. So, could I see them rebooting Shazam with another group of actors and stuff? I could because technically with Shazam. You can do that because the wizard grants the power. So technically, yeah. the wizard can grant Shazam, power to somebody else. Is Shazam always like Billy Batson? Yes. 
Oh, so it's always supposed so, to be like a kid. It's always supposed to be a kid, technically. Yeah, that's how oh. it's been. That's how it's always been. As okay. far as I know, that's how it's okay. always been. Um, okay. So after the reboot of Flash, could we see it happen? We could see it happen. But what I could see happen also is that maybe they change the actor of the child, maybe make him younger and keep Zachary Levi. I mean, well, yeah, because it could be Zachary could, Levi for it could happen. It could happen. Yeah. Um. But uh. But, but yeah. Um. You got Shazam. You got the Flash. Now the Flash. I'm starting to get really excited for the Flash, because for all intents and purposes, a lot of people are saying that this movie is like really 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 good a lot of now i don't know if this studio speak i don't know if there's a studio tooting its own horn it could be it could be we we never know i mean i i heard rumors that this that disney felt the same way about love and thunder and we already talked about that but um i don't know but for all intents and purposes i feel like if flash wasn't what it was supposed to be or like my thing is this like ezra has been going through a lot of shit you know and apparently he's cleaned up a lot of stuff. He's been doing this thing. So I, I got to credit him for that. But if the movie sucked or wasn't very good, what was to stop them Definitely from pulling it. pulling it like they did with Batgirl? Now, granted, Flash cost a hell of a lot more money than Batgirl did in terms to make. But what would have stopped them from doing that? I mean, I think yeah. if they already did it with Batgirl, I don't think they would have mind doing it with Flash, you know? But... I like the idea that it resets the universe because that's one of the things that Flash does. There's a very famous comic book called Flashpoint. And obviously, mm-hmm. if you've seen the CW show, they go into the whole Flashpoint. Yeah, thing. I the remember. Flash yeah. Is a, he's a multi... This is people, people kind of forget and underestimate how powerful the Flash is. The Flash is a person that can go so fast, he can travel in th- through time, different dimensions, the speed force. You know what I'm saying? So... He's a character that can do that, that he can change things. So I actually think it's genius that they're going to use the Flash as the vehicle to reboot and reset everything. Number of reasons. Because when you reboot and reset everything, who's to say that at the end of the Flash, because of the reboot and everything, if they wanted to change Ezra Miller, they could do it. Yeah. You know, he went into, re- he resetted everything. He it could reboot everything completely. And then we go into Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, I think, is a great way to start because Blue Beetle is a very low-risk, potentially high-reward film. It's a movie that doesn't cost them much money to make. Um, our boy um, uh, uh, Solo Maridueña from, from Cobra Kai is playing the main character. And the best thing about this movie is it is a Latin character, Latin family. This is not a Latin character playing a alien or a white character. No, he yeah. is playing a Latino kid yeah. with a Latin family with a, prim- a primarily a Latin cast. So we're going to get right off the bat, we got DC saying we're going to give something to this demographic, which I think is cool. I think it's really, really cool. And it's mm-hmm. smart. And again, it's low risk, potentially high reward. Yeah. You know, so that's going to be something that's going to delve into. Now, I have a theory about Black Beetle that I, um, Black Beetle, uh, Blue Beetle, that I mean, it's shot already in the movie, so I don't think they can really do much with it in terms of adding stuff to it. But uh, there's a character in the slate there that we're going to talk about that is kind of directly connected to Blue Beetle, which I think. Oh, I was going to talk about him. Yeah, yeah, I was going to talk about it. So we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and then we go into Aquaman. Now, the Aquaman situation is crazy. I'll tell you why. 
because there's been a lot of rumors. I don't know if you've heard this. A lot of rumors that, um, well, Jason Momoa, there's another character that Jason Momoa loves in the DC universe. And it's this one character named Lobo. Now, if you look up Lobo, Mel, when you get a chance, look up Momo. If you want to look at him, look at him up now, you can. Lobo? If you look at Lobo, 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 como Lobo, L-O-B-O. Oh, okay. You can't tell me that that is not Jason Momoa. Just look at him. I just want you to look at him. He loves that character. So there was a lot of rumors stating that he can <laughs> play he can play both characters. So a lot of people saying, oh, I don't know if that's going to work. How's he Aquaman? Unless he's going to leave the role of Aquaman and become Lobo. I don't know how I felt about that because I feel like it's kind of a downgrade in the sense that, you know, it's Aquaman. Aquaman is one of the main staples. Like, to me, Jason Momoa has changed the perception of Aquaman. Like, like to me, he's made Aquaman an iconic character. Because for a long time, Aquaman was considered a joke. But then the minute Jason Momoa took the part, people were like, oh, nah, I'm not fucking with Aquaman because <laughs> it's fucking Jason yeah, Momoa. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. But apparently Jason Momoa loves this character. So um, there's been like a lot of back and forth with Jason. Jason is a very funny dude. He loves, he loves the position that he's in. And he's kind of alluded to saying he could play both characters. But then he's also alluded to like, oh, no one's taking Aquaman away from me. Kind of like that's mine, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then he kind of alluded to like he's kind of alluded to like I can play both. I'm like okay, so we don't know what's gonna happen. But all I can know is Aquaman. I don't know. We'll <laughs> find out. But that, but that's the thing they haven't alluded to Lobo in this universe at all, so we don't know. We're literally just pulling we're pulling at straws here okay, to see okay. what it is. But Aquaman is part of this new um, DC universe. He is acknowledged yeah. for straight from the lion's mouth. <laughs> unless unless these things change but i feel like when you go out and you publicly make this announcement and you say these things yeah. i think it's kind of hard for you to take it back once you say it plus jason is very much loved within the studio and he's very well respected by james gunn and peter saffron mm-hmm. like there's video if you go on jason's instagram there's video of him leaving dc studios where he just had a meeting with the head of the of WBD and Saffron and Gun, and he's excited, and I'm like, okay, shit, so something's happening. So yeah, yeah. these four Pieces movies this here. year yeah. matter. These four movies matter this year, and and all I say is this: go watch them, support them, love. Not well, I'm gonna say love them. You gotta you make your own opinion, but go support <laughs> them, and 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 get what you can from it, but also know that these are all little pieces that will potentially fall into the rest of the chapters going forward. Because I think says chapter one, a book has a lot of chapters and I feel yeah. like this guy has something massive planned in terms of where we're going. So now Mel, let's go into, uh, let's, 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 let's go get into, into the, the, into the... Go into the <laughs> I know. time for the entree. Hey, Watchaholics! So, Rodney and I talked about the James Gunn DCU lineup for about two hours. We talked about each project in depth and about casting choices. Like, we went in. But in doing so, our recording ended up being, like, two hours long. So, guess what? We're splitting this episode into three parts. That's right. You get two more episodes of us really dissecting this announcement. So come back during the week to hear the rest of our conversation. And I also, guys, if you did not know, I wanted to let you know that I do have a YouTube channel where I talk about everything else that I don't discuss on this podcast. From recaps, movie reviews, and reactions to some of our favorite TV shows 
other movies and music, of course. So if you're interested in more content from me, please check out my YouTube channel at the same name, The Watchaholic. And if you haven't rated this podcast, please help a girl out and give us like five stars, okay? All right, guys, I'll see you next time. Bye.